Guts Over Fear podcast. Have you seen that video out of your window today? It's Lewis Security at Houston stop. Yeah. Dealing, dealing with the Farden fella. He's, I think he he pepper sprayed them on the tram. Yeah, he pepper sprayed right. a lot of people on the tram like fucking prick. Yeah. A fella that got onto the Lewis started spray paint like pepper spraying or was it security? No, no the, 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 the Farden fella. For nah, he's a farner, and his right. mates then uh, his mates were throwing rocks at the security while he was yeah. um, being held on the ground while they were waiting on the guard. He was screaming that his fingers are broken and like, fuck your finger. Yeah, <laughs> I, red- like seriously, like if, if that was me, right? That the other fella, the fat fella, was shitting himself. He walked around with his uh, red, oh, fuck, fuck, the guards on the way. Should be a fat little fucking do your job. Yeah, what was that uh, about? Like, why, why did they just chase them? Grab them. Having the clever, like there was about six stuff. of them there. <laughs> you know, I've seen a few of them there. They were just walking up and down and shiting themselves. Like if two of the lads went around behind the bushes and kicked the kids around, you know, because they're only kids. Yeah, and it looked like one of the security there hiding behind the machine. And Yeah, and... fucking cowards, a lot of them. But anyway, and the two, the fellow who had him on the ground, to see him, the two security guards had him on the ground, right? Mm. And they were facing the same way. Not one of them had each other's back. You know, somebody could have came right behind him with a glass bottle, smashed her off his head. Yeah, but look, they had so many people around them, they probably expected, look, me back is being watched. They couldn't see what was going on around them. I thought some of them yeah, done all right now. It's just one or two of them fucking bottled it. Yeah, Fine. I, I not, thought all of this shit. I thought you're not all of But here's the thing. If it was me, I would have jumped over the wall, chased them. I would have hopped off the wall, but I would have picked that man up and... Uh, Okay, we keep throwing bottles, I'm going to slap him. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Daniel, that, that's, that's brutal. They that's were right. absolutely diabolical. They were. I tell you one thing. If, yeah, if I was their supervisor, if I was their boss, I'd be like, yeah, he's like getting sacked. He's like used to that. Do, do, like, yeah, do you feel from the publicity of that guy, um, so that was on the 23rd of January, the young kid that attacked one of the security like on the tram on the Lewis, do you feel like that's kind of stemmed into all this now, these violence, or do you think it's just an ongoing kind of thing? No, they're all fucking migrants that they don't understand. They don't have any respect. They don't respect authority, you know? Yeah. They just don't. They come here and they just fucking fuck the rules, fuck everyone, fuck these men in uniform, fuck it all, I'll get out. You know, the government's a woke yeah, so you pack feel, of cunts. You, you feel what they've learned from where they were brought up, that they come here and they have that street mentality from that the way they used to live before and they just bring it here and start feeling like it's okay to just cause it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, the ones that come here to work, uh, they come, they bring their good morals with them, you know? The ones yeah. that come here to be to be just refugees, you know, uh, and, and just fucking hang around the streets, homeless or... No respect. Dr- drunk, yeah, fuck them all. Look. look at, the way I say it's greenness, you know, they're, they're getting exactly what they want, you know, the governments are giving them fucking everything. It's like Bama, the one in, I think, two days ago, the fellow who claimed asylum seeking in England, and he, he was torn down, and then he, obviously he had a criminal record then, and then they granted him asylum seeker, and then he thrown acid all over a woman's face and stole a car. Oh, the asset attack in England. Yeah. Like, come on, seriously. Like, everybody needs to wake up. Like, like you know, I, I'm, I'm sick of talking about the asylum seekers because it pisses me off. I want to go down and kick somebody's head in. Like, yeah. like how bad it is with me. Like, wake the fuck up. Like, like where Ireland has so many opportunities to stop half of the shit from happening and he failed to do it. Like, these things happened months before they happened in Ireland. You know, and again, the government failed to protect the Irish people. 
Yeah. And here, this is another thing as well, is like you said, the government failed. Do you feel Leo Varadkar has a role in the cause of all this violence and negativity and racism? And do you feel that he has a cause? Because like with Leo Varadkar, right, I briefly met him, as I said, through photography, doing a photography course when I was 16. So I never thought anything of it. I thought, OK, yeah, Grant, you know, but like from everything that what I'm hearing of Leo Varadkar, because I always want to like, like him and feel that he's a good person and he's doing good. But from everything that I hear from everybody, it's just bad news about well, him. He hasn't done one thing good for this country. Not no, not one thing. And then, like, we we go back again with the with COVID when we're all locked up, you know, and couldn't go see her granny when she was passing away. I couldn't see her mother or father or daughter or son, whatever, you know. But he was able to go get drunk in the Phoenix Park and head down to these festivals over in uh, fucking England and everything else, you know. He has done nothing but destroy this country, and he's absolutely the arse is hanging out. Like, they see him in the doll the other day. Well, I need help in this house. Nobody's helping me. Fuck you, you're never help me. Yeah, you're it's my I, I literally had a dream about Leo Varadkar last night. So when I woke up, I was like, that was strange. But, like, you know, if something happens down the line with Leo Varadkar, just remember, he popped into my dreams beforehand. But, yeah, <laughs> I, just, I feel there's just something that he's hiding. And I just feel like there's so much more to him than what he shows and presents. And it's like, I'd love to just sit down, have an interview with him face to face and just go, I Leo Varadkar, uh, what's going on? There's nobody can tell me. If turned around and said, look at... Leo Varadkar wants an interview. I would just say it's safe for him not to because I'll smack his face like. Well, what did he do in your dream? What happened in your dream? What was Yeah, so basically, briefly, what I can remember is just that I got close to him and I just remember, like, like you know the way when you meet people, like, of a statue known, like, a known figure, like, of course, like, I, I'm known, people want to get photographs of me. So it was like, I want to get a photograph, but I felt like I couldn't get a photograph because of things that people know him as. So it was like, I just felt like there was this distance because of what he was portrayed as. Do you know that kind of way? That was the dream. He tore the arse off this country. Him and me, Ma, me, Hall Martin. He's the only one. You yeah. know, two of them are torn to fucking shreds. So Sinn Fein. Look at Sinn Fein, yeah, man. They're all united. Really all these parties. Fucking, absolutely. This is what pisses me off, like, you know. Yeah. Look at look at, look at the way things are happening over in different countries. Yeah. You know, and you're looking at them and you're like, we can stop this from happening in Ireland if we just wake up. But they won't because all the backhanders they're getting. Yeah. Look, how dramatic is it, right? Give me an example of something that you have witnessed personally that uh, you've never seen in your life that is happening lately and you think it's down to immigration? Yeah, I haven't witnessed, because I don't really go out, you know, to be honest with you, I've got to walk and come back and that's it. You know, right, so, so would different. you agree with you it's hype? No. No, you're not, not with you, you're, feel, create, not you're creating feel, the hype, but that you're going feel, into the hype. Matt, what, what I do feel is there's more tension <laughs> in the air. Like, I remember people would go by and everyone kind of smile and they'd be all sociable and there was more interaction on the streets and stuff. I do feel people are quite alarmed of who to trust, where to go to, who to turn to. There's more of this kind of, like, people are kind of staying really distant. Like, the distance is unbearable, like, when you see it in town. Like, everyone used to be real close, but now it's just the extreme of like how it's changed the dynamics of people. Here's one for you today, Matthew. Yeah, I went over to the petrol station job sound right? Yeah. Um, to get petrol for me that was car to pick him up from work as I had this morning. And there's a young girl sitting there, obviously she's an addict, right? She's absolutely in best. People walked all one time, she'd be dead, you know, but she was just so high. You know, and it's horrible to say, you know. Come on. Yeah. You know, where's horse support? 
Where's where's Ho Bumper? Look, mate, here, look, you you never know. I'm not saying that everything's great. Everything's great, but I'm just saying what what is happening is happening. It's true. It's really happening. These things are happening in this country. Kids getting stabbed, riots, all these things that are stemming from immigration, right? It's happening. But I'm just asking you, it's not so far gone that any of us have experienced it. Is that right or wrong? Well, look, it all, it all depends how, you know, how busy your life is really to witness things like that, you know? Like, if you're walking into town a lot, you probably witness a lot more. Yeah, true. If you use public transport, you probably, you know, witness it more. So it all depends. I don't use public transport and I don't go into the city centre. But now, up in Tallahassee, yeah, there's an old, the old revenue building, yeah? Apparently, I've seen it on TikTok there, there's a video going around, apparently at the back of them there's like, you know, these big offices and they're turning them into asylum secret apartments. Right. And there's a couple of hundred going into them. Where's yeah. that? Up in Tala. You know, right. beside Tala Village, you know, and uh, beside the square now. And are they organising a protest? No, I've just seen a, 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 there was no protest, there's no one of a protest anyway. I've just seen a video going around, so the, this is the back of the revenue in Tallaght Village, you know. And he went around and there was a security guard there as well. And he goes, he was asking the security guard questions, but he wasn't answering them. Apparently he got a whiff and everybody else, but a few people got a whiff. Maybe this turned into asylum seekers. Now, I haven't seen any sign, like a bed or anything like that, you know. But the big enough building, you know. You can fit a couple of hundred fucking um, asylums in it, you know. Well, look, to be fair, you it, did it, you did experience it when you walked in the Red Cow, that, that yeah, mugger, I, I did, the mugger hotel. Yeah, I I'd never experienced bad things. Well, them getting licenses, but yeah, they're not even getting, getting vetted outside of this country. Not getting vetted. Um, the Red Cow, the thing what pissed me off was all the food I seen wasted in the Red Cow. Like, you know, you walk in and they have chefs there cooking your meals, three meals a day. And the amount of wakes food was fucking horrific. And I wore our own at dying on the street with hunger. Now, what would you do with the leftover food? <laughs> would you give it to the homeless, right? The no, homeless. I, I, would, I wouldn't be giving it to the homeless. No, because no. that's just a fucking embarrassment. Like. Yeah, it is, because you're giving uh, it to the leftovers of the migrants. Is what, what dream are they selling here in Ireland for them to want to immigrate to Ireland out of all the countries in the whole entire universe? Everything, you know, I mean, the dog, uh, they're giving them medical cards now, full-on <laughs> medical cards, you know what I mean? The fucking it's conditions. Not a, it's not a dream, like, you know, you think about it, like, if there is a dream for them, like, 200 euro a week for them is like fucking... Hitting the fucking jackpot, like, you know, they're getting home, they're getting life, they're getting... I watched watched this documentary. Now, this was illegal immigration, right? And basically, these people from India, right, they want to leave. So it was a husband, a wife and their two kids, a boy and a girl. And now they just want to leave India and they wanted to go to America. So now they were sold a dream. So they thought, okay, they've seen other people do it and they thought, oh, this must be amazing. No online because the other people are over in America and they're showing this like, oh, I'm so happy. Life is great over here. You know, you should do the same. So they went with that. So they they got people to get them to Canada. But from there, right, these people took a lot of money off these this couple and their, their kids were planning to go and took a lot of money off them. Im- legal immigration. And they're living in this wealthy house because the money they're making from this, right? Racket, right? Rackets of money, right? Yeah. And basically they sent this family out during the snow. So this family got dropped off in a car and they had to walk the border, right? They couldn't even make it past 
because they were that cold. They actually froze in the snow and like two kids, a man and a dad passed away while they were trying to illegally leave their country. And that it just shocked me because like, is it that bad? God loved them. Like, is it that bad that they have to leave and sacrifice? Well, you know, of, just, yeah, parts you know? of India are fucking like. Do you know that in a lot of the places they they just shit on the street. They pull their pants down and have a yeah. shit on the street. They they don't with use toilets. The they don't, yeah, they don't have toilets or they don't use them. There are toilets for tourists, hotels, and all. If you if you if you want to go there, but uh, there's a lot of things in their culture that you just wouldn't have in another country. Yeah. And maybe they weren't into it. But yeah. and again, rape is a culture over there. But maybe they weren't into it. Or they. they they feared for their kids and they went, we need to get out of here. But Canada, to go to America, I don't know, why Why not just go somewhere nearer, you know? Yeah. Why, why America, you know? Well, I, look, I, just, I don't know. I just think it's fucking, it's bizarre. Like, you know, I can't put me fucking myself in other people's shoes and say, look, God, this is, it can't be that bad. Why you need it. A lot of people, Mexicans are doing it for years, you know, killing ourselves, basically killing ourselves to get to America, you know? Um, and they've done it for years. Well, I'm not really arsed the fact about what are people's countries. I'm arsed about this fucking country, to be honest with you, and how bad it's getting run, and yeah, how what state that it's going to be in. And I, I worry about it so much because I said this years ago. I went to London, right? And I was in there for four days. It was Lee Evans' final um, concert in Wembley. That's how long it was. I was in London, and it was fucking bizarre. I'd never got back there if you paid me to. And I turned around and said to myself, this is going to be Ireland in the next couple of years. And it's going to be 10 times worse than London. Like, London is a fucking kip. It's a shithole. You know, and Dublin is going to be an absolutely divine, disgusting place to live. These people are coming over here already. Look at the short time they're here. But we, we say two years for argument's sake. This is going on for two years, basically. And the fucking state of the country is in over in two years. Wait for five years, maybe ten years. Look at them already, they're all going in packs. There's packs of them hanging everywhere. There's, you don't see just one person. You see fucking 20 of them fucking drinking and smoking and destroying the fucking place, you know. The fucking place is in bit. It's going to get 20 times worse. And the government can stop this, but they won't stop it. And you want then people are turning around and saying, oh, Ireland's full of racists. Look at the fucking state of the country. Yeah, there's a difference between racism. Racism is someone that slags them by their authenticity and goes, oh, this person and that and starts like giving them racial comments and start abusing them and all. There's a difference. There's a fine line between trying to protect Ireland as a I, country. And I couldn't care less. The minute if I ever go into that city centre, like, you know, uh, me and my family are moving back here in May. I t- if any of them affect me on the public transport with my son or my missus comes home and she says, oh, asylum sake or somewhere, I would actually personally go down and I'll, I'd make a fucking lump out of him. I'd spray my whole foot off his face. I won't stop. I couldn't do a fuck if I had to go fucking to prison. This is the whole fucking point with this country. You know, you're the one going to go to jail for this, not him, you. You know, I'd be breaking my foot off his face. I couldn't give a fine fucks. It's really difficult circumstances, right? It's really difficult circumstances, right? Before all this happened with immigration, right? Really difficult. And now it's substantially even more difficult. And this is the sad thing about it. Whereas, why didn't they try and fix Ireland first so then there wouldn't be this conflict? Because there's no need for conflict. At the end of the day... Because they're getting money. They're getting backhanders left, right and centre. That's why they're not fucking fixing it. Yeah. It's all the fucking money they're going to get. Leo and Michal, they won't be here. They'll be cooked up with a nice nice job in Europe. They're not going to fucking give a fine fucks what happens to the world. 
They couldn't give a fucking shit. And my fucking, my problem is about it is, it's like, <coughs> they do the thing about the, the fella who um, tried a sexual assault, uh, a drunken girl, yeah, in a taxi, is now back in the taxi after six months. Ah, that's ridiculous. Right? And then <laughs> I seen a video where there was a taxi driver saying to a woman, oh, who's, a, who's in your home? Who's at home? She was drunk. And she goes, why do you want to know who's at my home? I want to come into your house. I want to make love to you. Now, this taxi's free. I'm absolutely shocked by that. The you fact I mean? that he's after, after being known for what he's done, right, which is outrageously horrible and horrifying to know that he was like that weird to want to do that to a young girl. And the fact that he got caught and now six months later, he's back doing the same thing, going back in a taxi, not a bother on him. Whereas there's people that probably do a little driving in their car, little penalty points straight onto their car. Why, why, can't, why is he still allowed to drive? Well, is he allowed to? Is he allowed to drive the taxi? Yeah, he's back in the taxi. So he's a, he's, right. So that's that was his conditions not to drive her for six months. Yeah. And the that's second a, guy. It was in the paper. The man after. Um, I don't know if he sexually assaulted a woman or he tried to sexually You know, and he got six months. You know. Um, what was his arms too short? You know. I don't know, maybe she woke up or something, you know. I don't know the full story, but I was like, what the fuck happened there, you know? Mm. And then, obviously, I've seen the video on TikTok, your woman recording your man, the taxi driver. Right. It's a different, obviously, a different taxi driver. But this way, yeah, like, well, like you're, you're going to be at a stage with your daughters. Like, what, how old is your daughter now? Wait, 10 She's or five. something? Five. five. So, maybe, wait till you're, like, in your 30s or 40s, and your daughter has to go out on the taxis, going out nightclubs. This is the worry that you have on your plate now. Oh, stop. This is the worry that you're like your daughter's walking down the street, just like your man, your man in England. What's his name? That far right fella, Tommy something. Um, asked your man like about um, kids and said as long as they have periods, okay. For yeah, no. By that time, I shall be driving a car and I'll make sure I get her from A to B. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like if she goes, I'm going out to the pub with my friend, man. You can hardly go fucking with me. I, I don't want it to be like that. I want her to be doing her education now, traveling and doing all the things that I wish I'd done when I was younger and that I got at a later stage in life. Do you know what I mean? All the things yeah, but well, she, um, she's going to do all them things, but also she's going to enjoy herself. But you have to put your daughter in bubble wrap because there's all the fucking freaks out there because of Ireland, because of this yeah. government. Your yeah, daughter probably yeah. sitting there walking yeah. her, going to college, writing her own music, walking her, going, her friend's probably a singer. So when I'm gonna be, I got invited to the comedy to go see my friend singing. She goes out and sings. What a night! She's not even she gets home and gets attacked. So it's not even about what you want to like. You do what's your best for your child. Everybody's just best what for their kids. Like it's the fucking vile fucking creatures that are walking on the streets, and we can't fucking put cotton ball around them around their kids twenty four seven. I know, sure. I know what I was like back in the day when I was a young one and I'd be around the town, not a bother, and I just had trust and I didn't care. I'd go out here and there, everywhere. And like, there was not like, I wasn't worried about stuff like that, you know, but where society now, it's just a little bit more like. There's no way I'd be able to sit home as a father and not worry about my son going on a night out in Dublin. Ain't no way. There's no way I'd be fucking, I'd be staying away till it comes out. I've been rigging them so often. That's how worried that. Well, and I guarantee I'm not the only one. I reckon there's people out there who has kids up to 16 to 18 who are absolutely worried, sick to their stomach. Yeah. Ah, the kids go now. And, that's and it, it shouldn't like, be allowed. 
that's the thing. Like this is going on to a different thing altogether. But just on, in terms of what you're saying there, like it's not safe on the streets, regardless of anything. Because like even just there recently, now it was on the news again today about poor Brianna that you know um, two teenagers took her life. Like and she basically was on the bus, you know, excited about having new friends, you know, and looking forward to that. And then little did she know that these care risers like Litchie killed her for nothing like and it was it's absolutely inhumane and horrible like so the fact that like it's not just about not trusting like people that are immigrants there's just so much negativity out there on the street in England Ireland and all over the world and this is globally like I know we have to drop back to Ireland but globally on a global level like the world is just distraught and it needs a lot of repairing and like it, it starts with ourselves and it, it's a, it's going to take a good long while but you know I know it feels like we're so populated with the people here now but it is depopulating and It starts like, with the government yeah. It's only a fucking asylum seeker or an immigration, you're not from Ireland and you're not in Europe. The minute you step foot wrong, you should be arrested, locked up, do your prison sentence and fuck off back home. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, send back if they do that, like our line. Yeah, exactly. Fucking back. I don't give a fuck where you're yeah. going. You're not down here. Do your sure. prison sentence here. Yeah. When you get out, get the fuck out of here. Don't come yeah. back. Couldn't give a fuck where you go. Exactly. They're out of control and it's not right. Like, and that's unfair on everyone because everyone's like literally tiptoeing around going like, will I even go out with a work going out because the fear that's installed in everyone due to all the stuff that's going on. Guts Over Fear podcast. No ads, no subscription fees. And no filter. Available on all major podcast platforms now. Follow on Twitter at Guts Over Fear IE.